Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Workship Books. And my name is Stephen Fields, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God. The God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We acknowledge that God is with us in our working lives and God takes delight in what we do. And we remember that God has a purpose for us in our work to represent Jesus to the people around us and to represent those same people back to God. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today, empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Our Bible reading for today is from Luke chapter 12 verses 16 to 21. A story Jesus told warning us not to put our identity, our significance, and our security into our work. Hear the word of the Lord. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich toward God. 
I know someone who is amazingly competent at her job. She is a high achiever and is on the executive leadership team of a large organisation. However, the CEO of that organisation has a terrible blind spot. While visionary and innovative and an influential leader, he loses confidence in people for the slightest infraction and then that person is swiftly shown the door. I met up with my friend, the executive, just after another person had been marched and the CEO was being quite heartless about it. My friend confided in me that she is fearful that she might be next. The most important thing I could tell her was, you are not your job. In other words, your identity and significance and security are not dependent on your job. You see, when we meet someone for the first time, What are the first questions that we ask them? We might start with, what's your name? (laughs) And then the next question we ask is almost always, what do you do? And how do we respond to that question? Most people respond to that question with an I am statement. I am in hospitality. I am a doctor. I am a lecturer at a theological college. We ask people what they do and they respond with who they are. In our society, I think generally, we have become our jobs. And that is why it is so devastating to be unemployed. You feel like you have no identity. Or if you lose your job, it feels like your very essence has been rejected. What is more, we make value judgments by what sort of job people have and usually by how much they're paid. So we see doctors and lawyers as very highly valued. Managers, highly valued. Teachers, nurses, hospitality workers, less valued, but slightly more so since the pandemic. Unemployed, student, stay-at-home parent, in most circles. They virtually have no value at all. So our work forms our identity. It controls how much esteem others show us. It impacts on our own sense of worth. Has anyone ever said to you, I'm just a stay-at-home (laughs) mum? People feel like they have no sense of worth without that greater sense of payment for the work. It's also fundamental to our sense of security. How vulnerable do we feel when we don't have a job, a regular income? Even in Australia, where there is a comfortable safety net of welfare. What is your concept of a secure future? Do you want to buy a car, an apartment or a house, have enough money for good holidays? How much is enough to earn to help you feel secure? The reality is that I am not God and I cannot choose my identity. My identity has been given to me by God who formed me in my mother's womb and knows everything about me. As our psalm reminded us, it is he who made us and we are his. My identity is that I am made in God's image and I am loved by him 
what is more, because I believe in what Jesus has done for me, reconciling me to God on the cross, I am a child of God and heir to his kingdom. The beautiful thing about having our identity established in God is that it does not change. Not just for this life, but for eternity. It cannot be changed or marred or discredited or taken away from us. It is fixed and firm. It is not affected by our work, what we do, where we work, whether we are paid or not, whether we have a job or not. Our self-esteem tends to flow from our identity and it comes from being loved as a child of God. We are God's beloved. There is nothing more we can do to make him love us more. There is nothing we can do to make him love us less. His loving us is an immutable fact. And finally, we come to the issue of our security. Once again, it is tempting to place our security in something other than God. How much do we earn? How big is our bank account? How big is our house? Are we married? Do we expect an inheritance? All these things are actually very fleeting. Our second reading shows us a better way. Jesus told this famous parable about the foolishness of trusting in treasures, whether it is work or money or relationships. The parable of the rich fool tells the story of a man who had a wonderful harvest from his work and decided to build big barns full of grain. He felt secure with what he had provided for himself, but Jesus says that he lost his life that very night. The warning in verse 21 is clear. Quote, this is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. Being rich towards God means trusting him for your security. As Jesus goes on to explain in the following verses, quote, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear, for life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. For wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. You are not your job. Do you take your identity or esteem or significance from the work that you do? Do you value others according to their title or job? Share your thoughts about this with God. Now consider the story that Jesus told. How tempting is it to base your security on how much money you have in the bank 
or in the investments and possessions you own. Ask God to help you trust him. Imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead? And particularly any new understanding about your identity and work. Loving Lord, forgive us for the way we are tempted to seek our identity, self-esteem, our security in our working. Help us not to see our job as identifying who we are. Help us not to see our job as the source of how well we think of ourselves, our feeling good when we are doing well at work. Help us not to be dependent on our job for our sense of security. Show us a better way. Help us to recognize that we are in Christ, identifying as Christians no matter what job we hold. Help us to know that we are loved always because we are made in the divine image and you thought us so worthy that you sent your Son for our sakes. Help us to see you as our provider, trusting in your goodness. Help us to be rich toward you. don't you become more conscious of how you talk to new people? Instead of asking, what do you do, which seems to imply they are their job, find another question. You might try one of these. What is your story? What is the rhythm of your week? What brings you joy? We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that We are not our jobs. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before Him. So now it's time to go to work.
into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Cara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Cara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May he guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, we are not our jobs.